Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff. Thank you for joining me as I manifest my most important desires in real time with you. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction science guy and author of the Why Quantum Physicist book series. Sharing this journey with you through time and space, I am here to show and tell how you can manifest the big stuff the more you apply yourself to how our universe really works. Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, Episode 4. Episode 3 wrapped up what I call Season 1. Season 1 is three episodes that lay the foundation for how we do this. This being Manifest Our Most Important Desires. In episode one, I laid out the science of manifesting. In episode two, I described exactly how you manifest material reality. And in episode three, I laid out how you can change your material reality by changing your beliefs, by raising them into alignment with your desires. And today, I'm going to put those three episodes into action. I'm going to walk you through my real-life manifestation of one of my most important desires, health, great health. And I'm going to show you how I do that scientifically by using a model from science. You use evidence, which in this case is your material reality and the feelings that it summons. You use that evidence to form a hypothesis, an evidence-based idea for how to best manifest the material reality you truly desire. Then you test that hypothesis by putting it into action in your life. And as you test that hypothesis for how to best manifest the material reality you truly desire, your material reality will change in accord with what you're doing. That material reality is more evidence. So you start with evidence, you form a hypothesis, you test that hypothesis, and then you use the evidence that comes from your testing of the hypothesis to revise your hypothesis as needed, to strengthen it, to improve it. And you repeat this cycle forever. Because using this model has opened up new vistas for me, as I'll explain in today's episode. Today's story begins in the fall of 2016. I had a doctor's appointment, an annual checkup, full physical exam, and blood work. What I learned that day was the primary evidence that I used to form my very first hypothesis for how to manifest great health. A very important desire for me. In the fall of 2016, I was 49 years old, considered myself reasonably healthy and fit, but I'd also begun to be teased by my teenage sons about having a dad bod. Now, obviously, a dad bod isn't the end of the world, 
but it was part of the material reality I was manifesting, so it was a piece of evidence. My doctor provided me with a big, important piece of evidence when they revealed that my cholesterol level had risen almost to the point of needing to take prescription medicine to reduce it. My doctor told me that without changing my lifestyle, I would soon need to be on prescription medication to control my cholesterol. That particular piece of evidence didn't feel all that great. And then my doctor gave me a fourth piece of evidence that was very important for my first hypothesis for how to manifest great health. My doctor told me that if I got 150 minutes of exercise a week, not only would I not have to take cholesterol reduction medication, but I would undoubtedly also be in the best shape possible for myself. Those four pieces of evidence helped me form my very first hypothesis for how to manifest great health. I decided that the way I would manifest great health was to run, that I would run for 150 minutes a week. And the way I would do that is to break it up into 30-minute increments. Surely, I could put up with 30 minutes of running five different days during the week. So I began to test my first hypothesis. I went out and ran for 30 minutes, five days a week. I'm about to talk about my running. But before I do that, I must insist on one non-negotiable rule. Any type of exercise that you do, especially if inspired by this podcast, you must do in collaboration with your doctor. Do not undertake any type of exercise without full collaboration with your doctor. I did this for a couple months. My material reality that I was manifesting provided me with very clear evidence about my first hypothesis for how to manifest great health. Running was not going to work. It was not going to be the long-term solution I sought because it flat out sucked. I did not enjoy being out of breath. I did not enjoy my brain screaming at me. I did not enjoy the physical agony. And yes, it was only 30 minutes, but it seemed like an hour and a half. I felt anxiety anticipating my runs, and I felt anxiety while I was running. Additionally, during this time, while listening to National Public Radio coming home from work, I happened to hear a discussion about the challenges of astronauts getting rid of all their carbon dioxide. Without expelling all your carbon dioxide, you'll begin to panic in a very short time. If anxiety was a symptom of carbon dioxide buildup, maybe I wasn't getting rid of all my carbon dioxide on my runs. I was most certainly experiencing mental anxiety during my runs, and in fact, it was one of the most unpleasant parts of it. And when I learned this about carbon dioxide, it spurred me 
to create a second hypothesis for how to manifest great health. I decided that I would run for 30 minutes, five times a week, and when I started gasping for air, when I ran out of breath, instead of focusing on sucking and gulping oxygen in, I would focus completely on breathing every last breath out of my lungs. I imagined that my lungs were like a tube of toothpaste and I was squeezing the very last bit of toothpaste out. My brain absolutely freaked out. What the heck are you doing, Greg? We're out of breath and you're breathing out? Within seconds, my anxiety melted like butter in a hot skillet. My physical pain didn't necessarily stop, but my mental anxiety disappeared. My mental anxiety was gone, which made the run 50% more pleasant. In fact, the breathing that I was doing made running doable. I was manifesting what seemed like something I could do every week for the rest of my life. It wasn't that bad anymore. I was excited because it sure seemed like I would be able to perhaps experience the great health that I truly desired. But I also couldn't help but wonder what would happen if I explored breathing more thoroughly which spurred me to form my third hypothesis. I revised my hypothesis for how to manifest the great health that I desired. I decided that I would run for 30 minutes at a time, five days a week as before, and that I would adhere to a very specific form where every part of my body was held in a position that was optimal for running because, I surmised, focusing on my form while I ran would give every muscle in my body a job. I continued to exhale thoroughly when I experienced mental anxiety. When my muscles were in pain, when I experienced physical anxiety, I also exhaled thoroughly from them and I inhaled thoroughly to them. I breathed life into my muscles that were in pain. The big addition to my third hypothesis was this. During the run, I would inhale and breathe to the muscles that weren't yet doing their job. In addition to breathing to and from the muscles that hurt, I now breathed to the muscles that weren't working. I thought of it as, inviting them to the party. As I tested my third hypothesis, what I was manifesting surpassed anything that I could have imagined. I was able to relieve both physical and mental anxiety through breathing. Deep exhales, deep inhales, to and from muscles in pain, to and from muscles that hadn't joined the party yet. 
I was in the best health of my life, and I was in the best fitness of my life. Better than when I was a teenager. That dad bod, I was now taking my shirt off at the pool with pride, and I loved it. And I began to have non-local experiences. Experiences where I was unmoored from time and unmoored from space. Experiences that approximate superposition. I was now losing myself on a regular basis. Fun experiences. Mystical experiences. Enlightening experiences where I learned things, made connections spontaneously, had ideas burst forth, understood things, and saw things in myself very clearly. Those experiences were so exciting and invigorating, I began to love to run. I increased my runs from 30 minutes to one hour, simply because of how much I loved them. I was now fully manifesting my desire for great health, and so much more. Running was making my life so much better, and I wondered, what if I became more intentional during my non-local running experiences? What if I were a more active participant? That was enough to spur me to create a fourth hypothesis, to revise my hypothesis for how to best manifest great health, and much more than that at this point. And here's what I did. Here's how I revised it a fourth time. I would run, of course, for an hour, as I already mentioned, and I like to do it at least four times a week, purely out of joy, not obligation. As before, I would intentionally focus on form holding my body specifically and optimally in space and giving each one of my muscles a job. And I would use my breathing, my deep exhales and my deep inhales to not only address mental anxiety and physical anxiety, but also to invite every one of my muscles to the party, from my neck to my feet. Every one of my muscles has a job to support and hold my body in space. And I would also explore my non-local, selfless experiences with more intentionality. I would be a more active participant during those mystical, amazing experiences and I would focus on learning and growing. As I tested my fourth hypothesis, my material reality changed in what was now becoming almost unbelievable ways. I was now able to relieve my mental and physical anxiety. I was in the absolute best shape of my life, and even my physical fitness had gone to another level. On our family vacation to Tybee Island, I had three different people come up to me unprompted and give me a big attaboy. And I loved that. I especially loved that 
because I'm creating that. I'm manifesting this body as a side effect, not a primary intention. And with my non-local experiences, I began to be taught. I began to be shown how to resolve difficulties, taught how to process through deeply painful feelings, taught how to resolve the trickiest cognitive dissonance. And in fact, if you have listened to episode three of Manifest the Big Stuff, the three techniques I share for changing your beliefs and growing them into alignment with your desires were spontaneously given to me here. My fourth hypothesis was allowing me to connect with universal consciousness. There was no doubt that I was now channeling. I was now experiencing being a conduit for information coming to me from sources outside my normal experiences in three-dimensional time space. I was not just manifesting great health. I was manifesting a connection with the universe. And the more I did it, the more I realized that I needed to share this information. And that spurred me to create my fifth revised hypothesis. A hypothesis that I am in the midst of testing right now here with you. My fifth hypothesis is this. I will manifest great health as I truly desire and so much more by running one hour at a time, four times a week and more if I can. During that one hour, I will focus on holding my body in form, giving each one of my muscles a job. And I will exhale and inhale deeply and thoroughly to relieve mental and physical anxiety, to breathe life into muscles not yet doing their job, not yet at the party. I'll continue to record what I see, hear, feel, and learn during my connection with universal consciousness. And I will share what I'm learning with you. This test is ongoing. And I'm very happy that you are a part of it. You are as essential as any component of this. Without you allowing me to share this with you, the hypothesis wouldn't be tested. I'm very grateful for your participation. And I have to tell you, thus far, the evidence has been off the charts. What I am manifesting with my fifth hypothesis for how to best manifest the great health I desire and so much more is that I absolutely love running for what it does for my health, what it does for my body, and the way it opens up a direct commingling with the universal mind. Energy and information flow through me. 
you're hearing the results in this podcast. And another piece of that evidence is that thanks to you and many people like you, Manifest the Big Stuff, after only three episodes, is performing in the top 25% of all podcasts in the world. Now you have done that. You have attributed value to me and what I'm sharing. And whatever value you've assigned to me has been completely your decision. And I thank you greatly. I am honored that you allow me to be of value to you. I'm absolutely in the best shape of my life. I'm in the best fitness of my life. And I have learned how to be so focused in the moment. The past and the future simply melt away. By running in accord with my fifth hypothesis for how to manifest great health and so much more, I am now so present in the moment that it opens into eternity. And the universe teaches me. What's ahead? I don't know, but I can't wait to see what the sixth revised hypothesis leads to when that time comes. Make sure you're here for that and whatever else follows. Follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. On my next episode, I'm going to discuss how to intentionally create a non-local experience and what to do while you're there. There is no end to this cycle of learning and growth, so don't go anywhere. I'd like to share my quantum tip with you. A quick, practical, and useful bit of information that you can employ right now. Practice the difference between positive thoughts and positive thinking. Positive thoughts arise naturally. They happen spontaneously. You don't need to create them. And they're wonderful. They're reflective of beliefs that are aligned with your desires. Positive thinking, on the other hand, is manufactured. Positive thinking are positive thoughts that you conjure and intentionally create when your reality isn't manifesting as you desire. The downside to positive thinking is that you mask very important pieces of evidence from your material reality and the feelings that it summons that are incredibly valuable to you as you form and revise hypotheses for how to best manifest the reality you truly desire. So celebrate the positive thoughts that naturally arise and try to avoid manufacturing positive thoughts when the evidence of your material reality isn't as pleasing. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Manifest the Big Stuff. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please recommend this show to a friend. And if you're willing to tweet about your love for Manifest the Big Stuff, tag me in your tweet. My Twitter handle is at Coon Gregory. And then DM me your email address, and I'll email you a special graphic that I've made just for the best fans of this show. You can use it as a screensaver or save it as a special keepsake. 
I've enjoyed spending this time with you, and I look forward to spending some time together again real soon. <laughs>